Hi, Rebels. This Financial Literacy Month, Rebel Girls teamed up with Greenlight, the debit card and money app for families, to bring you everything you need to be smart with your money and to build healthy habits that last a lifetime. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids learn to make smart choices with every penny, whether you're saving for something special or learning to invest. Greenlight gives kids the power to be independent and grown-ups can trust that their kids have money wherever they are. Sign up at greenlight.com slash rebelgirls to get your first month at no cost and start building money confidence for life. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Hi there, Rebels. This is Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, the interview. I'm Taya Diggs. Right now, we're talking to Marley Dias. She narrated our story about the civil rights activist and author, Ruby Bridges. It's a really important episode. If you haven't listened, go check it out. Hi, Marley. Thanks for joining us. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Marley Dias. I'm 15 years old from West Orange, New Jersey. I am the founder of the 1000 Black Girl Books campaign, author of Marley Dias Gets It Done and So Can You, and host and executive producer of Bookmarks on Netflix. Wow, you do a lot and you're just 15 years old. What inspired you to get so much done? All of the work that I'm surrounded by is focused on diversity and inclusion. Because as a young student that loved to read, I never saw myself as the main character in the books I was assigned. So now, whether it's collecting and donating books, writing my own book, or working on a show that talks about Black stories, I'm always focused on including uh, and representing the experiences of girls like me and people I don't know. That is important work. So, how did you get the idea for 1,000 Black Girl Books and the idea of collecting and donating books with Black lead characters. So I founded 1000 Black Girl Books because I've always loved to read. When I went to school, essentially all the characters I read about in fifth grade were about white boys and their dogs. And I loved these stories and I admired them, but I realized that this kind of repetitive narrative could be frustrating and harmful, especially to students of color and even to white students. We really need to make sure that within our schools, we are sharing the stories and experiences of all people because we can learn so much from one another doing that. And making sure that reading is something that shows the expansiveness of the world and how it exists rather than the closed nature or exclusive nature of reading. So with 1000 Black Girl Books, my goal was to collect these books and donate them to any schools that wanted the books uh, and to make sure that, um, especially in public schools, students had access to education that uh, would really shape their lives, that would help them be more respectful, tolerant, and appreciative of different people. That's awesome. So, as you mentioned, you're the author of Marley Dias Gets It Done, and so can you. Can you tell us how you went about writing a book, and what the steps are for other girls who want to maybe tell their own stories? So I wrote the book because I thought it would be a really interesting and kind of awesome opportunity to talk about what I've done, but also to share some of my tips, my secrets, things I believe in, things I'm interested in, and I hope that for all kids, Uh, If you are interested in telling stories like that, make sure to read a lot and to write a lot uh, because you really need to know the kind of stories that you want to tell and you have to understand what people are looking for, what you are looking for. And uh, when it comes to writing, 
One of my favorite authors, Jacqueline Woodson, said that you need to write because you have questions, not because you have answers. Um, and it's really important that you use writing or reading as an opportunity to explore more and less about proving what you already know or proving something that you believe in. I'm glad we get to ask you these questions, Ben. So one thing that really stands out about Ruby Bridges' story is how brave she had to be as a very young girl. Can you tell us about a time that you had to be brave? I've had to be brave in more situations than I can count. I used to have to go to big conferences and talk about my own personal experience, talking about uh, why I thought my life and my voice mattered. And these things can be super scary because I'm putting my own personal experience out there. And I'm making sure that people see that this is not just about uh, collecting books, but it's about helping the lives of young black children. Um, and talking about that as someone that's experienced this uh, can be very difficult and scary. You read us the story of Ruby Bridges, who you've actually met and interviewed. What do you find inspiring about her? One thing that I think is extremely inspiring and motivating about the story of Ruby Bridges and her life is that she continued to fight for education even after that experience. Going through something that is extremely traumatizing and makes you afraid for your life and safety and to see that even after those moments, she continued to stand strong on what she believes in is something that I really look up to. I've started this campaign when I was 10 and now I'm 15. And I think that continuing these messages, whether that's when I go to college or when I'm an adult or when I have a job, that I never forget the moments and experiences that make me great and that make me special. And you can't leave something like being one of the uh, first people to integrate public schools or being someone that is helping change public education now with uh, diversity and inclusion behind. And that some of our scariest moments are, are moments that make us who we are. And I think she really shows that as a huge part of someone's character. As you mentioned, you started your activist work when you were young, just 10 years old. But if you could go back to when you were a little kid and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? One piece of advice I would give to myself when I started 1000 Black Girl Books is to tell my friends about it. I did not tell anybody about what I was doing and I didn't think that I would, it was kind of subconsciously because I didn't think I would make a difference. I didn't think it would matter to people but now I still have to explain to you know friends I've had since uh, I was in preschool that I'm doing this thing and it's really cool and I've gotten to meet and help all these amazing people. And finally, what makes you a rebel girl? I think one thing that makes me a rebel girl is uh, my ability to believe in myself. I think that I definitely get nervous and insecure about some of the things that I do, but I always understand at the end of the day that I have the intelligence, confidence, and bravery just as much as anyone else does to do something great. And I hope to instill those beliefs in others and, and create more Rebel Girls and help be a part of a, a culture of saying that going against the norm or doing something that's unique and different and weird is just as fine as doing anything else. Thank you, Marley. And thank you for listening. If you like the show, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and share it with all of your friends. Catch you next time. Stay Rebel! Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right. You can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. 
Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening.